Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. to today's podcast it is thursday april the 13th 2023 um and we uh yeah this week after easter continuing through our reading plan uh, to get us through the new testament in one year and we're going to shift it up a little bit the the guide for today uh has luke 22 and then uh john 13 some you know the, is the fifth reading uh, so we're just going to jump to John 13, and we can read Luke 22 on our own. Um, but we're going to do John 13. And I, as I said before we started the podcast, the main reason is that is because the material is almost exactly the same in Luke 22 as we've read the last few days together. So let's at least John 13 will be a little different angle. And so, yeah, so let's we'll do that together. All right, you guys. Thanks for being on, everybody. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Hope you guys are all uh, ready to go. See what the Lord has to say to us today on this uh, beautiful Thursday. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's see. Let's see what uh, the Word says. John 13. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Hmm. This is disciples, man. It's, uh, and us. He loves us to the end. It's, uh, it shows the depth of his love and care that he loves. Uh, he loves to the end. Not a, he's not a he's not fickle. <laughs> he's, he's got a committed love to his people. Verse 12 or verse 2. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So here John is saying, Jesus knew who he was. He knew who he was. He knew what his mission was. Uh, he was never uh, unclear about that. He knew that he had, you know, it was under his authority, and um, he was here sent on a mission, on an assignment. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel, with the towel that was wrapped around him. Hmm. So uh, John kind of leads us into this, right? Like he tells us that what was on Jesus' mind, almost in a sense, as he was um, uh, washing the disciples' feet, 
He knew he was sent from God. He knew all things was in his authority, and he was going to be returning to God. And so there's no doubt that this, um, this episode of washing the disciples' feet uh, is an is a illustration. It's an example. It's a visual. Jesus is giving the disciples a visual of what his mission was. He comes down from heaven, serves people, and then he's returning back to the, to, the, to the Father. And here he gets up from the table, he kneels at the disciples' feet, he serves them, washing their feet, and then he will return back to his place at the table. It's a, it's a visual of the incarnation. The incarnation being the, the, uh, the God, Son of God, uh, becoming man, taking on flesh. And so, in a sense, taking off that outer garment is, in a sense, he he took off his uh, uh, all the rights and privileges that was his from being God, and knelt to serve. He came to Peter, who said to him, "Lord, are you going to wash my feet?" And Jesus replied, "You do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand." So Peter was like, "I don't know. I'm not feel good about this." No, said Peter, "You shall never wash my feet." Um, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right that Jesus, who is his superior, Jesus, who is his master, uh, would would wash his feet. He should be washing Jesus' feet, right? This feels, just feels out of sorts. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. So I have to wash you. Um, he's not talking here about his feet. Right, he's not saying you gotta. I gotta wash your feet. First of all, your feet stink. Ain't never gonna get no. Ain't, gonna, ain't nobody in here gonna eat with them feet smelling like that. No, that ain't what he's saying. <clears throat> he's not really talking about the feet. He's saying unless I unless I save you, unless I serve you spiritually, unless I uh, help you reconnect with God, unless I uh, bring you into the kingdom, you have no part with me. Then, Lord. Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. And Jesus was like, settle down, settle down, settle down, settle down. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. Talking about Judas, Judas, right? When he had finished washing their feet, he put his clothes on and returned to his place. So there's the, uh, again, that descending, ascending, descending down to serve, ascending back to the right, rightful place. So he returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. Verse 13, you call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. You should serve one another. Now, should you, I mean, is this a, in, an endorsement for the ordinance of foot washing? Uh, maybe. I mean, it definitely is a good example. Definitely a good thing. Uh, but it's, he's saying way more than that. He's, way, he's saying way more than, you know, you should be doing this regularly as a, as a, as a remembrance. Um. He does say later on, blessed if you do these things. But it's more than just the ceremony he's talking about here. 
of foot washing. He's talking about the servanthood, right? You should serve one another, right? Wash one another's feet, serve one another, care for one another, love one another. You should do for your for each other as I have done for you. Verse thir- uh, 15, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor his messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Servanthood, having a servant heart. Man, what a great reminder for us today uh, to go out today with a servant's heart. Um, with a with a with a with a basin and towel, whose whose feet can we wash, so to speak? Who can we serve? Not who can serve me and who can make me feel good, right? You know, sometimes if we're not careful, we can go, we can approach the world with an attitude of, well, I hope they may, hope they treat me right today. Hope they're nice to me today. I hope they, and it's all me focused. I hope they do this for me. I hope they make me. I hope. Well, no one can make you feel anyway. It's your choice. <laughs> it's we allow people to make us feel a certain way, but besides that, but besides that, we should not. Maybe we should go with an attitude of, how can I make someone feel good today? How can I make someone feel valued today? How can I make someone aware of how much they mean to me today? Um, how can I add value to someone's life today? And and how many? How many people today can I add value to? All right, that's because that's the true measure of, of greatness. It's not how many people serve you, but how many you serve. So going out saying, man, I want to I wanna, I wanna encourage and add value and bless 10 people today. I want 10 people to be uh, glad that they encountered me today. Instead of uh, having it focused on how, I, how are they going to make me feel, how can I make them, how can I serve? The attitude of a servant. It's a good reminder. Verse 18, I'm not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill this passage of Scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. Talking about betrayal, right? With uh, Judas. I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly I tell you, whoever accepts anyone and sends... and wait, wait, what did I say there? Very truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. So the ones who are sent in Jesus' name, when they're accepted, they're, Jesus is accepted. When Jesus is accepted, the Father is accepted. It's like a, uh, a, a continual uh, chain. You accept, uh, you accept a child of God, you accept Jesus. You're, and that, but not accept as if like salvation accept, but accept in terms of like accommodating, receiving them. When you do something kind to a child of God, you're doing something kind for Jesus. You're, uh, and then by extension, you're doing something kind for God. <clears throat> After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified. Very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. Hmm. His disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant. Now, isn't that interesting? That's kind of telling that they all had a little bit of guilt. 
I mean, he wanted to scare people to death just walking into the room and says, I know what you did. And everybody in the room was like, ah, right. Everybody feels a little guilt about something. Just walk into a room and say, I know what you did. And everybody's like, which I wonder what was the thing that I did. <laughs> everybody's kind of wondering. Well, that's what I with Jesus. Is one of you guys going to betray me? And they're all like, oh, I wonder if it's me. I wonder if he's talking about me. Because we all have in some way or another. They were at a loss to know which one he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, i.e. John, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter mentioned to this disciple and said, and or motioned to this disciple and said, ask him which one he means. Peter couldn't stand the tension. Right? Peter couldn't stand the tension. <coughs> he had to know. Right? Tell him, ask him, ask him. You ask him which one it was. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then, dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered him. Hmm. He's, uh, he was consumed at that point with, uh, with the betrayal against Jesus. Hmm. So Jesus told him, what you are about to do, do it quickly. That's interesting. That's an interesting parallel with uh, what the what Jesus, what the angel told the women at the empty tomb. Um, go quickly and tell the brothers that he's alive. Um, so it's very like total opposite. They, theirs was a, a go and announce the good news, right? Um, and here, Jesus is saying, just what you're about to do, go and do quickly. Just go. Ahead, just go. Carry out what you're going to carry out. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival. Or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out, and it was night. John's always got these like some symbolic, you know, he's always got a couple of things going on. There's like the what's happening on the natural level, but there's always these symbolic spiritual <coughs> overtones, particularly with darkness and light. And so isn't it interesting that he includes there at the end of that very dark scene of betrayal, and it was night. It was night in so many ways, right? There's so many layers of, of nightness or darkness, <coughs> right? There's the darkness in Judas's heart there's the uh, darkness of that the somber moment that Jesus is, is with them, the last time he will be with them. So there's sort of a darkness, somber grief in that. Um, it's um, salvation history. The, the, the work of Jesus is coming to a very dark place where you know, there's about to be uh, entering into the season or into the, the next kind of movement, which is towards the cross. So it's, it's night. Right, it's night. There's not a lot of hope. There's not a lot of a joy and laughter at this point. And uh, so John just kind of puts that in, and it was night. And of course, it was dark. You know, it's like literally dark. But it, there's there's always more to it when John throws in those little darkness and light things like that. 
Verse 31, when he was gone, Jesus said, now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. <clears throat> My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. Verse 34. This is where we get the word, the Monday Thursday idea from. You know, Monday Thursday is the Thursday before Easter, where traditionally gather and celebrate this scene. And uh, it means new commandment, and it comes from this verse right here. A new commandment I give you, love one another. Let's do that today. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. They won't know you by your vast biblical knowledge. They won't know you by what you wear or how you talk or that you pray, you know, in King James. Oh, thou who art the most holiest one. No, they won't know. That won't, that's not how they'll know you're my, my disciples. They'll know you're my disciples by your love for one another. <clears throat> Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, where I'm going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Hmm. Heading to the um, Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and then to uh, the betrayals, or, or to the uh, arrest and trials and crucifixion and gloriously to the resurrection. Yeah. So next week, we're going to spend a lot of time in John. All, all next week is in John. John 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. That'd be fun. Spend a little time in the Gospel of John. I like it. All right, you guys. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for spending this time in the Word of God and uh, spending some time just kind of reading and getting to um, kind of jumping back on the other side of Easter a little bit and reliving that. And um, But yeah. Good reminders today to to, uh, to love one another, to uh, approach the day as a day of of service. How how can I serve? How can I how can I bring joy, delight, encouragement, value, hope to someone today? A neighbor, a coworker, a friend, a family member, a stranger. Let's do that. All right, you guys, let's pray. <clears throat> Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for my friends and the privilege that we have to gather and um, read your word ponder your word. Lord, I pray that you would apply the word to our hearts today, that we would not be hearers only, but we would be doers as well of the word. God, help us to love as you've called us to. Thank you for the example that you've set before us of what uh, servanthood looks like, what true love looks like, loving others to the end. Lord, help us to have that kind of love, and may that be true of uh, the kind of love that we show to other people, um, that it's not fickle or momentary but it's it's wholehearted and it's uh it's uh committed lord i pray your blessing upon my friends today whatever situation circumstances that they're facing whatever special measures of grace and uh and strength they need may you grant that in abundance to them today we love you we give you thanks for all your goodness to us in jesus name amen amen my friends thank you so much for being on today
<clears throat> Hope you have a great Thursday and a great weekend. Um, we'll be back at it on Monday morning. You guys are the best. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing, all those good things. We got done a little quick today. So uh got a little extra time. Get another cup of coffee. Chill. Whatever. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.